large city and in the territory on West, there's just one way to handle the killers and the spoilers, and that's with a U.S. Marshal and the smell of gun smoke. Gun Smoke, presented by Army in Europe magazine, a monthly feature magazine for the use of a soldier and civilian. Gun Starring William Conrad, the story of the violence that moved west with young America, and the story of a man who moved with it. I'm that man, Matt Dillon, United States Marshal, the first man they look for and the last they want to meet. It's a chancy job, and it makes a man watchful and a little lonely. Change your mind about that. Jail? 
to jail a man just for keeping order in his own household? I'll jail any man for beating a woman. You can't jail me. I can if she signs a complaint. Oh, oh no, Marshal. I, I wouldn't do nothing like that. You just let me catch you signing a complaint. Just like it. This isn't the first time he's hit you, and it's more likely won't be the last unless he learns that he can't get away with it. Oh, no, no. I, I wouldn't want to sign no complaint. Six months ago, when Doc set those broken fingers for you, didn't Sam do that? She's a liar if she says so. No, it, it was the gate on the corral. One of the calves was trying to get out. Oh, well, you told Doc you dropped a piece of stove wood on it. Well, I, I, I don't remember. Well, what you better remember is where you left the wagon. Go get it. Get back out to the place. I'll have more to say to you later. All right, Sam. I'm broke. Ms. Lackett, you know you don't have to put up with any more of this. Now, if you want to sign a complaint, I'll see that you're protected. No. No, Marshal. It's all right. I'll go. Yeah. Maybe that'll learn you not to butt into a man's personal affairs more. I'll butt in if you hit her again. I was hoping you'd flatten him, Matt. I was too, Mr. Jones. Uh, give me a glass of rye, Bartender. Yeah, sure, Marshal. Poor little gal. Matt, you remember Hester when she first came here from the East? Yeah. Some of the girls helped me and we made her a wedding dress out of some linen tablecloths. Oh, white. She's pretty as a picture. Well, she's sure ain't very pretty now. After he sees her, no. Well, Sam's had a lot of bad luck, Chester. Two years of crop failures. Lost most of his herd from Blackwater fever. Is that her fault? No. But it makes a man kind of short-tempered. Those two are heading for something bad, Matt. I'll give you odds. How about it? No kidding. Of yours, of course, it's healed up. 
That's good. You know, man, until I came to Dodge City, I had no conception of what the human body could endure. Like during the war, I've seen men die with wounds that you wouldn't even go to bed with. And I always figure they can't bury you as long as you're on your feet. Doc? Why, Mrs. Lackett. Doc, I... She's been beaten half to death. Marshal. 
down course in session. I don't have much time. I rode in yesterday right out again tonight, so it don't matter whether you got business with this court or if you just come in off the street to loaf long as you're here, you got to show proper respect so we can get on with the cases. And let's see now. There's the first thing you got here is a, a case of wife-beating Sam Lackett. Preliminary here in the Sam in court. Yes, sir, he is, Your Honor. I just brought him over from the jail. I ain't done nothing. Sam, you'll get your chance to speak your piece. From what I hear about you, you're overdoing court anyhow. Is Marston Dillon here? Chester, where's Matt? Well, I don't know, sir. I figured he'd be here, but now... So we can't start this without him. Well, see, him and Doc was going to bring Miss Lackett, providing she felt up to it. According to Doc, she's she's have to lose a sight in one of her eyes. Oh, it's a lie. She's just putting on, trying to make it hard on me. Sam, I'll tell you right now, I don't like wife beaters. You get me mad, I'll find some legal loophole to hang you. I ain't done nothing. I'm sorry to be late, Your Honor. That's all right, Matt. Uh, Doc wasn't even too sure Miss Laggett was in any condition to come here, but she insisted that she was. Well, she ought to be in bed. He's going to tell you a bunch of lies. All right, all right, let's get on with it then. I'll read the complaint here, and then we'll see what we've got to go on. Uh, now, there's a complaint charge in... Your the... Honor, mm-hmm. sir. Uh, please, sir. Could I say something? Well, it ain't quite in order, but I guess it's all right. What is it, Miss Lackett? Well, it, it's about that complaint, John. Uh, I want to take it back. I, I don't know what I was thinking when I signed it. That there ain't no truth in it, Judge. I, I fell. That's how I got hurt. Yeah. I told you that complaint was a pack of lies, didn't I? Well, Marshal? She's afraid of him, Your Honor. She's scared to go through with it. You're sure this is what you want to do, Miss Lackett? Yes, sir. I'm sure. It seems a shame to let a white beat scoundrel like him get off scot-free just by intimidating the witness. Now, if there was only some other charge, like resisting arrest or shooting off firearms... He did resist arrest, Your Honor. Mr. Dillon had to slap him flat. Well, in that case, Sam, $50 to 50 days. Well, you ain't got $50, and you know it. And that's a dirty, crooked way of running things. He's your prisoner, Matt. All right, Your Honor. All right, come on, Sam. I got a big stack of firewood over at the jail. Just wait for the cut. I sold my brooch to one of the girls at the Long Branch. Here, see? 
see. But, but Miss Lockett, he pretty near killed you a couple weeks ago. Next time he might just do it. No, Chester, he won't. There you are, Marshal. Forty-one dollars. Well, all right, go get him, will you, Chester? Yes, sir, but... Miss Lackett, why are you doing this? First withdrawing your complaint in court and now paying his fine and getting him out. Why? I don't know exactly. I... At least not how to put it in words. I... I've been trying to think things out for the last two weeks. My life and, and how it's wasted and what's become of me and all. Well, you'll get over this in time. No, Martha. You, you get beat just so many times and you get over it. Then there's one finally you don't get over. Because there ain't nothing left of you. Esther. What do you think you're doing here? Come around the globe, did you? No, Sam. You just paid your fine, Sam. You're being released. Wow. So you finally come to your senses. That's right, Sam. And you, Marshal, maybe this will learn you not to interfere between the man and his wife from now on. I don't call a wife beater a man. Ain't you done no thinking, Sam? Ain't you even sorry at all for what you done to me? You better keep your mouth shut if you know it's good for you. What I've done ain't nothing to what'll happen to you if you try law and again me again. You'd beat me. Is that what you're saying? I'll beat you a plenty you don't stand lying. I might just throw you clean off the place. I can't see no reason keeping somebody as ugly and broken up with you. And it's still the same. And it'll go on being. You ain't changed one bit. You really think he would, Miss Lager? I just hoped that was all, Marshal. The last little piece of hope I had. Sam, come over here by the window. Uh, I brought you a present. I got it wrapped up in here. What'd you do? Finally sell that brooch of yours? I let you off in court, Sam. But I guess you're kind of back in court now. Charged with killing a woman. Your wife. How do you plead, Sam? I don't know what you're talking about. How do you plead? I'll plead you when I get you out to the place. No, you won't. And if you won't answer the charge, or even say you're sorry or promise to do better, then the court's going to decide for you. He said, well... like it, don't do it. Guilty, Sam. That's the way the court decides. Guilty. Here's the gun, Marshal. I reckon you'll want it for evidence.
Smoke. Produced and directed by Norman McDonald, stars William Conrad as Matt Dillon, U.S. Marshal. The script was specially written for Gunsmoke by Les Crutchfield, with editorial supervision by John Meston. The music was composed and conducted by Rex Corey. Sound patterns were by Ray Kemper and Bill James. Featured in the cast were Parley Bear as Chester, Howard McGear as Doc, and Georgia Ellis as Kitty. George Walsh speaking. Join us again next week for another specially transcribed story on Gunsmoke. This is the United States Armed Forces Radio and Television Service. <laughs>